Welcome back to another episode of DJU and to part two of my conversation with my two friends. Last week, we got into how bad a place Hollywood is for basically everyone living there right now and the whole conspiracy situation surrounding Mel Gibson's newest controversial movie, The Sound of Freedom. If you haven't listened to that episode yet, go back and do that so you can be all caught up. In this part, we go a little more into some Hollywood talk and share some eye-opening moments we've gone through. So sit back, relax, and grab your favorite snack, and let's get into it. Roll intro. part of your movie but in my contract you have to know that I can't die which that's a strange demand though it is but then think about whenever they're auditioning for a part that means they're only looking for parts where their character is already in the script to not uh, you know not die like I forgot which actor it was but so he was kind of half making a joke but then they asked him like oh what how do you decide what role to play next is like oh so I get the script uh, I read the front page and then I read the last page and if my character's on both pages then I do the movie. <laughs> so it's kind of like, oh, I guess that means you live. Oh, I don't know, man. I wouldn't mind dying. <laughs> you know, sometimes an on-screen death is pretty uh, intense. You know, since we've been on the topic of Hollywood for a while, uh, you know what's been going on with the writer strike and everything? Oh, I've heard about it, dude. First it just started with the writers because they did, they were working 80-plus hours and still not able to pay their mortgages and rents. Well, that, that's not true. The reason why they're going on strike is because they want to um, use AI in, in their work environment. Like, they want AI to start writing stuff Because they want to cut costs. Yes. Like, why do we pay the people if I can just have a free AI? Yes. Because it's all about... It, it all revolves around money because a lot of of those writers came out to, to still say that they asked for a pay raise and a big, big, big money bags said, hell no, you're fine. And when they went on strike, the big money bag didn't even think about, you know what, maybe we should give them a slight raise. No, they decided, let's just wait it out because sooner or later they're going to need money. Yeah, you know, when they're cl- when they're out. when they're close to losing their homes, then they're going to decide. You know what? Fuck it. Let's end this strike and go back to work. That's literally what they're waiting for. And but now, then, in, and now the actors are on strike now. The actors, directors, uh, editors. Like, anyone. I was just telling Jesus, like they just stopped the production of Deadpool three yes. after leaking yes photos of it. Like they said, it shut down indefinitely at the moment. Like they didn't give any detail about that it's going to not happen anymore. But they don't know when they can start production again. Yep. Same thing with with the new Mortal Kombat movie. They, thought, they stopped. <sighs> they stopped doing all that. Now I was like, oh my god. And the and one of the first things I kept hearing is people are worried, like, oh, we're not gonna have any new content. And I was like, I don't care about any new content. I just want the content that's supposed to be happening already. Yeah. I was talking about with my brothers earlier too. Like this strike might even push back even further uh, beyond the Spider Verse. It's pushing back everything. Like like officially. There is nothing being made. No new movies, nope. no new shows. Everything is stopped. 
we're talking about Hollywood and all these people on strikes, and then we're talking about the sound of freedom being uh, almost trying to be shut down by Hollywood. Dude, Hollywood is not looking good. I mean, it's not like it's ever looked good, but it's not in a good spot. For real. It's so crazy. Like, I'm not saying our generation or this time period that we're living in is any special, right, in terms of how bad things can get, because in the past, it's gotten very bad. Yeah. But to think that it's us who are living through this time right now, it, I don't know, it's just kind of crazy. Sometimes. It is crazy. Like, we're literally watching the world change. Like, when was the last time that you heard about a movie trying to be stopped by Hollywood because of exposing the truth? Now, I don't doubt that there's a few, but I don't know. This is the first time I've heard of it. Theaters purposely not turning off the lights, purposely not turning on the AC so people are cooking in the theater trying to enjoy the movie. For real. Big-time actors supporting this movie that's supposed to expose Hollywood and its trafficking. Like, dude, there's a lot fucking going on. Because it's stupid rich dudes who don't know what to do with all that money. Like, you guys are so into sex trafficking, child pornography. Like, it's crazy. Oh, how you guys got all this money and y'all do that? Like, how do y'all wake up in the morning and be like, I'm gonna molest a child or something, or I'm gonna sell a child for sex? Like, what the? What goes to y'all mind? It wasn't even that long ago when didn't they say that the U.S. was close to going bankrupt? Like the the entire state, uh, no, the entire United States was close to going bankrupt. You wanna know why? Cause. Joe Biden keeps sending money to Ukraine. Like, yes. why are you sending money over there? Oh, they were they were going to hit their cap. Like, there was a certain limit to where, you know, like, as soon as they hit that limit, you know, they're going to have to either, like, inflation's going to have to start again or... Inflation's like, already started, bro. Like, shit. Like, shit just went up in July. Grocery tax increase and gas tax increase all just happened. It's very tempting to go to one of these countries that are literally willing to pay people to move there because of population. You know they talking about depopulation now? Like, they're trying to reduce population. And now it's gotten everybody... As if they didn't try that with COVID already? Exactly. Like, it's fucking crazy, bro. It wasn't even that long. Dude, the, the fact of how time flies, right? It wasn't that long ago when COVID was a whole thing. Everyone was panicking. People were dropping left and right. And now look at us. And it's crazy because it started with all the older people. Like, it started yep. with the uh, baby boomers. Exactly. Like, think about that. If you're talking about population control, who goes first? The old people. The old people, then it targets the child. Jeez, man. Jesus, you fine over there? Oh, I'm getting scared the fuck out of my fucking mind. Well, we, I mean, we need you to put your input, bro. Devon and I are killing it on this. Hell on yeah, this I'm, feeling, I'm feeling spicy right now. Hell yeah. Like, mm. I, I I started it off with this hot take stuff. But I don't know, maybe we just, this is going to be a more serious episode than before. I know, right? Damn. Usually, uh, we try to go lighthearted, but damn, it's like, you know, every every now and then we have to get to the serious stuff. Yeah. Do you think that they're playing it right now, the movie? Oh, it's out in of- theaters now. Oh, it's out? It's out now. But do you think that they'll let you, like, watch it? They have to. So you said we should go see it now? I No, I'm waiting to watch it with Susie. She's the one who sent it to me saying, like, can we please watch this movie? You should just be like, yeah, we already seen it. Nah, <laughs> see her reaction. Dude, she'd be so mad. Dude, the thing is, she wouldn't continue the conversation. If she messaged me or called me right now and said, like, oh, uh, I was with Jesus and Devon. We just came back from watching the, the Sound of Freedom. She would probably either just hang up or stay silent. Like, she'll stay on the phone but not talk to me. <laughs> So I'd rather not. When she gets back and you guys haven't watched it, then we can all go watch it. But I'm telling you, if not for the content of the movie, which is important, 
it's all the speculation, not speculation, but the theories and conspiracies around it that is just so interesting. Because, because I mean, come on, let's let's be honest. A common common sense person knows Hollywood is dirty. Mel Gibson, he's already really known for making controversial stuff. Like hit the the first movie I when I found out that he directed was back in two thousand four, The Passion of the Christ. Yeah. Hey, Jesus, have you seen this movie? Passion of the Christ. Yeah. Uh, my um. My dad actually had the movie, but I just, I never wanted to watch it. Okay, so... He said, I don't want to learn about Jesus. Well, it's like, if you're talking about something that I guess would... And I'm trying to choose my words wisely, kind of, but... If you're trying to look for something that, in the media, that kind of truthfully depicts uh, how much of a struggle and, uh, you know, painful it was for Jesus throughout that course of his life, um, this movie kind of really does it like it, it's hard to watch it's not something that i would be like oh for movie night hey guys how do we watch the passion of the christ it's not one of those movies uh all no, right isn't that movie like three hours long too? it's something like that too but it's a it's a three hours that really it hooks you because it's a lot not a lot happening but i mean even if people out there don't believe in like a religion or god or stuff like that it just everyone knows and has heard of jesus christ like they've heard of him so to watch a movie and like this movie is pretty graphic too. Like Mel Gibson doesn't hold back. That's then he's a good he's good at it. Like, he's really good at it. Like stuff if, like that makes people aware. Exactly. Makes people love. It, it takes something takes something to shake you to have you understand mm-hmm. what's actually going on. Like this is real and all that shit. Like it takes that to finally understand. I feel like everybody should have that moment. Oh yeah, everyone needs Ooh. that shake moment where it's like. Your whole worldview changes. Different. It changes immediately once you see it. Mm-hmm. And it's not like you adapt to that change right away. Some, maybe you're trying to, like... Digest it. You're going to digest it. it. You're, you're going to try and, like, justify it and be like, Nah, there's no way this or that, or there's no way it's true of this. Because it's going gonna, it's gonna to conflict with what you believe in. Yeah. But once you finally... If you're open-minded enough for at least take a minute to actually think and, and think without a bias, you're going to be like, Okay, I see it. Like, I, I'm confident all three of us are pretty open-minded, right? If we have a world-shaking uh, event, we're not going to dismiss it. You know, we're going to think about it. Have you guys had one yet? Like a world-ending Not Well, like, you know, how you said, like, you're, you're, you had a perspective up until this certain point. Because uh, I'm trying to... Uh, when you said that, I was trying to think of one I can share as an example. But I'm trying to think. I don't know. Who, I guess... I guess my last two relationships... Okay. One was long, and then the other one was, like, unpredictable. hmm mm-hmm. Because, mm-hmm. like, my longest relationship has been five years, you know. I thought she was the one. Like, we actually... I moved in with Oof. I moved in with her, with her and her mom and her sisters. Oof. And then me and her got our own place when we went to Texas after living with her dad for a year. Like, I thought we was on the road, but we were struggling emotional wise like we were struggling together because it was like we was trying to fight for something that wasn't there that's how I felt like after three years and then and then you know you discover I discover her cheating talking to somebody through emails through Facebook like it's crazy even though I told her to stop multiple times like I think the last time that that made me open my eyes was when she was like when I found out and caught her she was like oh what are you gonna do hit me I was like, hit you. I was like, I'm not even going to touch you. So I started grabbing my shit and starting to leave and shit. So I was just going to go go to uh, who I thought was my friend uh, at the time. 
I went. I was gonna go to his house and stay there until I had no money to leave. But she didn't want me to leave. Even her brother was there. He, her brother, witnessed the whole thing. Like, he respects me that much because he was like, "Oh man, you're not one of those guys that just out here hitting women for for dumb shit." Okay. I'm like, "No, that shit. That shit does not affect me." If because I already knew she was doing something. I just wanted to see it with my own eyes. Wow. And then after we broke up, you know. That guy that I used to talk, talk to all the time, like me, me, her, and him, we always smoked. Like every time we got to work, we smoked with him. I found out at the end of our relationship because she admitted it to me. She was like, "Oh, do we have any? Do you have any dark secrets and relate that 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 you did in our relationship?" I was like, "No." I was like, "What about you?" She was like, "Oh, I, I, I sucked off our friend." Wow. I was like, "Oh, wow, that's, that's crazy, bro. That's oh god." And she told me she did it right after work. No. I was like, that's crazy. Bro. You know, I now, can, and the only time I didn't ask is how many times have she done it? I after oh, she told God. me it was one, I automatically assumed she did it every time. Shit. Every time because she always went over there cuz that's that was our thing. We go to his house and we wait for the other person. Cuz we all smoke with him anyway. So it's like oh, dude, And I, then and then obviously my recent one with my baby mama. Um honestly, I'm not kidding. I I even tell people like this girl it was physically physically she was the girl of my dreams like she was perfect short mexican thick as hell she was strong-minded but it came at a very very big cost which i didn't realize until it was too late and now my perspective on the world is different like like it's like it i i can probably say what she did to me actually helped me grow up i had to have some unspeakable happened to me to actually grow up and it sucks that i went through it but i'm glad that i went through it because now i see things differently i try to move around differently now i mean that's the whole thing a lot of times people think that it has to be like a super positive thing to help you realize something like it's never actually that nah, like i can relate to you because i mean i've mentioned it before on the show some like not in like full but i've mentioned it to other people of uh my ex from like i was like 20 21 22 maybe so like she was like toxic as hell bro like so at first i thought it was you know like you i was only with her for six months and i thought already it's like oh you know she, she might be the one you know this or that whatever the hell i was trying to make myself think and then i come to realize not early enough and i wish i did that this wasn't going to work out why? Because anything I did that did not involve her was wrong. Oh. Even if it was something as simple as going to hang out with a friend. Like, oh, me and my friend are just going to go to the gas station, grab a snack, and just chill. Like, she would find that wrong. One time, and I, I remember this specifically because how much it caught me off guard, right? So, obviously, during the time of high school, right? Obviously, you and I didn't hang out as much because we were in high school. You know, we had uh, jobs and had not much time to meet up. So, a lot of the stuff I would do was with Felipe. And I, I had a lot of stories involving Felipe, like, you know, involving just going to get uh, some snacks, uh, going to play soccer, doing this or that. It, it was a lot of Felipe. And she literally randomly got mad, didn't talk to me, and tried to walk away from me. And I'm like, I'm confused. And when she finally decides to tell me what's wrong, I said, like, what, like, what the hell are you mad about? Like, what's wrong? And he's like, I don't know. Why, do you tell, why don't you uh, go with Felipe instead? And I'm like, what the fuck you mean? Like, she found it. She got jealous because I had more stories to talk about with Felipe than I did with her. 
I like woman. I've known Felipe for years. I've barely been with you a couple months. Like, what are you? What are you jealous about? And bro, there were just so many signs. There was another sign where it was clear now that she wanted me to get her pregnant. Huh. Like those are the ones you do not want to get. No, pregnant. bro. Like, she, like she would. It, she would have a look on her face like of disappointment if I came on her or came in the condom or something. Almost. And looking back on it, like I said, now she wanted me to just bust the nut in her. And I was like, no, bro, no. <laughs> no, can't do and it. And there was so many times where, like, her mom would get involved too, right? Not because she knew we were fucking like that. But, so, one time me and her had a fight, and I was ready, to, like, in my mind, I was ready to, like, break up with her and stuff, you know? But then, that same night, and I, at night, right, ready for me to go to bed, I get a random, like, phone number call. I'm like, who the hell is this? And I, it was, I don't know why, but I decided, no, let me, let me pick up. I pick up, and it's her mom. And I'm like, first in my head, I'm thinking, how the fuck do you get my number? But then I, I was like, okay, maybe her daughter gave it to me. But she's giving me a whole spiel about why I shouldn't break up with her daughter. And it's like, uh-huh. oh, one little fight shouldn't stop you guys, this or that. And this happened two times throughout the, the six months I was with her. And finally, I just decided to end it and not be an idiot when she tried to tell me, like, oh, you know, if you're not, who would you rather choose she tried to make it hypothetical who would you choose uh me or or your family and i literally no paused. dude i paused for five seconds legitly to look at my phone as if my phone was her face like are you stupid and i told her like well that's a stupid question i'm gonna choose my family and then she i you hear her either fake or actually trying to start crying she sniffles and said like oh well then i guess it's over and it's like i guess it is and i hung up and i went to bed <laughs> Straight up went to bed, had the most beautiful night's sleep I ever had. Next day, luckily I don't work, me and Brandon are going to Wendy's. And he goes inside to order the food for us, and I decided to wait in the car. And I remember she still had one of my favorite snapbacks, right? And I messaged her saying, like, so do you want me to pick up my hat that you have, or should... You knew that shit was destroyed. Or are you going to, like, give it to me or something? And then she gives me a whole fucking essay... I'm like, oh, you know, if you really cared about me, you would try, blah, blah, blah. And then I just looked at it, you know, blocked her off, uh, whatever it was at the time I had. I think it was Facebook. And I, I, I just realized, like, I fucked that head. It's not worth the trouble. <laughs> so Man. that was my awakening. I was like, I need to pay more attention of who I date next. Yep. I, I, Man, for real. The next, I want to say it's like two or three girls that I, I fucked around with were not to date, but because I literally went into, I guess you could call a fuckboy phase. Like, I'm not looking for a relationship. I'm looking to just get sucked. And I did. I want, like I did. So, anyway, that that's mine. You know, I relate with Devon. Jesus, do you have any? Any what? Eye-opening moments that you went through. It doesn't have to be necessarily relationship-wise. Maybe it's something else. This is a very deep episode right now. Eye opening. I definitely had a positive eye opening moment. Oh, mine, mine was too. I mean, we both dealt with very toxic women. Man, bro. Now, now I'm good at scoping them out. Now. You have to. You, Cause, you, you cause also I've have to like quiet down sometimes because you you like catcalling, and yeah. we live in an age when <laughs> they 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 have a dude who's ready to, who's made an agreement with them like. You know, we're, we're buddies right here. You know, if a dude's catcalling you or you feel uncomfortable with some dude, call me. I'm only a phone call away. You can ask Jesus. I've actually calmed down massively on that. Like, Is this considering you catcalling from the beach? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Oh, cause, my God. Because I, I think that, hold on. I think that girl, no. she was on the phone. Like, it sounded like she was calling some friends over. 
she was like giving them directions where she was at. Like, look, we've all been subject to giving some cat calls here and there, but uh, uh, like, luckily you say you've calmed down. But I'm honestly glad I have, cause I feel better, cause I've, cause now I've, I've, I've seen, you know, it's not all women, but it's majority of women. You can tell who's toxic, how they act, how they dress. Like, if if you dress wild, by like, basically, I've learned, I've learned, cause I have, cause you know, I, I have a daughter. Mm-hmm. And I want what's best for her. I've learned if the less clothes you wear, the less respect men will have for you. The, but the more clothes you have on, the more value you are. Because they have to value you not on your body, but what you can offer through a conversation. Exactly. Like that's perfect example right there. Yes. Perfect example. I right? mean, but if she already has a man, then I guess. It's no, not even if you have a man. Like you shouldn't be showing all that to everybody. It should be for my eyes only. That's why I like my girlfriend that I have now because she respects herself, and so I value her more than anything because she's not out here showing off all this ass, her thighs, her tits. She's not. She's not out here ass naked like most women are now. Tiggle like, like she actually has. She actually has style. She has a certain style that she has. That's what I like about her. Like she. She knows how to dress herself. She knows what she wants to look like, and not show. Show what she got, like that's why I fear for my my little one, cause I, her mom is the bad influence on that. I'm not ready to face that demon. <laughs> Shit, hell no. I even if you do your best to keep her away from any influence like that, you can be like, okay, I, I stopped her mother from showing her that, but sooner or later she'll go to school, and you can't really stop the people there. Yeah. That's the problem. It's it's gonna have to be that you teach her the right uh, morals growing up. And I wish, I wish, I wish people would just teach that to women, cause like it's crazy, like like women just come outside naked now. Ah, uh, yep. Like, like you don't leave us no imagination. It's all out there, easy access. And it's just, all, and I'm just like, oh, I'm pretty sure you got ran through since you dressed like that. They all. I mean, the also annoying thing for me is that women dress like that. They go out and then they get catcalled by men, and then they they get annoyed as if they're not happy physically. For real. Like, like, if you don't want people talking about your tits and your ass, then don't wear clothing that is basically you coming out here in underwear. Which is another thing. Um, when they go out to the beaches in like very skimpy bikinis, and they don't mind people watching, but if they went out with skimpy underwear, then it's wrong very wrong like it's a ba- it's the same thing literally it is the same, same thing. thing you are not hiding anything with either like what we just saw at the park earlier you, exactly she, she was literally just wearing underwear like that like your booty shorts are so short we literally see under cheek like i'm pretty sure if you bend over we about to see everything else i don't want under cheek <laughs> and it's crazy because i deal with that at work most women there they will wear like these skin tight rompers or they would wear these booty shirts like like this. Bro, I thought one of the associates there was a fucking stripper because of how she came in. She came in the building wearing the shortest of short shorts that was showing literally, literally the mid part of her ass cheek. I'm pretty sure she bent over and you saw everything. And she was wearing the smallest purple tank top I've ever fucking seen. She, her, she ate those shorts. Literally, she ate some shorts. I was like, I was like, why are you dressing like y'all like see this? Nacho Libre? You remember when he's in his, his uh, recreational clothes? <laughs> right up in there. Damn. Uh, I, I feel like society has brainwashed women in a negative way. 
Like, really bad. I mean, you already know the type of woman you're dealing with. She's just like, oh, I love keeping up with the Kardashians. Oh, you already know. Oh, man. I already know. Uh, or if it's an older woman, it's like, oh, I used to love Jersey Shore. You already know. Oh, uh, I didn't like the fucking Jersey Shore show. Did you actually like, try to watch it? Yes, I yeah. tried. No, it was, I didn't even give it a chance. Oh, my God. Was what was the weird. one short-ass chick everyone loved? Snooky. Snooky. My God. I mean, didn't she turn her life around a little bit after the show? Yeah, she did. Okay, she, so respect to her. Uh, hey, you want to know something? I have a friend that I nicknamed her Snooky. Oh, I she, thought you were going to say, I have a friend she, who knew Snooky. Because she looks like Snooky, but she's not thick as Snooky. I don't even remember what the fuck Snooky looks like. Because I didn't even pay I The only person from that show, even though I didn't watch it, was the, the guy that they memed the last saying, like, but teacher, the one who's pointing at like with his mouth all yelling and shit. The dude uh, with the real slick back. I, I know who you talk. I forgot his yeah, fucking him. name. Yeah, him. I like him. The dude over the memes are always like, it's always like, but teacher, she talked first type of shit. She talked first. No. Oh. No. Oh. <laughs> fucking hell. Goddamn school. That's going to do it for this part. A little shorter than last week's, so I'm sure a few of you appreciated that. Make sure to stay tuned for the last part coming out next week. If you found the first two parts a little serious, then next episode's going to be a bit of a palate cleanser. We talk a little bit more fun stuff like debating what's the best fry out there and our fuckboy phases and what we did during them. Or more like, who we did. You won't want to miss it. So be sure you're following the show wherever you listen to podcasts. And remember, life's too short to not have a good laugh. Stay weird, stay wacky, and stay safe. And I'll catch you guys in the next one. Later. Later.